This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. Some surprising news coming out of the COVID-19 lockdown. Apparently Bono from U2 kept himself entertained during lockdown by prank calling radio stations. Now, he just didn't do the crazy prank calls, you know, where he cracks a couple of jokes. No, he would put on voices. Well, he'd occasionally do that, he said. But he would more so just ring up, like, political talk shows, like, I guess, your Alan Joneses and Ray Hadley's and that kind of thing of the world. And, you know, chat politics and things like that. He'd put on a fake voice and he'd put on the fake name so they had no idea. But he said he rang countless Irish radio stations and even some international radio stations during his time. I think I actually got a call from him just while that song was on, to be honest with you. Uh, Bono, is that really your name or what can I call you by? Look, thank you so much for your time. How was your weekend? Look, I understand you often ring radio stations for a bit of a chat. How many times, give or take, uh, have you done this? Okay, so not all that often. I just said up till recently, you had a bit of an accident, but prior to that, you were uh, you were always out cycling and riding your bike when you weren't making albums. Where do you like cycling the most? And finally, before you go, uh, any messages for our counterparts dealing with coronavirus in Victoria? Now you're stuck in really haven't changed. You're still an ass. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. Romy, I don't think we've done a don't trust snakes since you've been here. No. So don't trust snakes was something that um, your predecessor's 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 predecessor mm. came up with. His name's Jack. And the fact that um, uh, you... You can't trust snakes. Yes. You really... You you, really can't. You can't. They just, like, lurk out in weird spots. Mm -hmm. People find them in bizarre places. They spring out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. They're the most untrustworthy of all the animals. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I suppose. Yeah? I don't know if I'm so sold on that. Like... Okay. They... They're more scared and well, the vast, they're not, like, coming for you. We'll have to get... Well, we've had a couple of stories where they have. Okay, that's a So bit. I can't think of them off the top of my head. I don't deny that some do come for you. And on top of that, we made an awesome intro up as well for Don't Trust Snakes, which is the other reason why we do it so often. Okay. So this is it. Snake. 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 Them. So that's the other reason why we've oh it's lived God. on as long as it has. I love that. Um, so Bob Thatcher, who's an old 80-year-old retired banker, um, he saw a one-metre tiger snake. That's mm. all well and good. No dramas there. However, he literally had nowhere to go because this one-metre tiger snake was on his 1.8 by 1.2-metre oh. fishing boat 11 kilometres from the shore. Oh. He was there. He saw it centimetres from his feet. Uh, He saw this strange object he didn't quite recognise, about 30 centimetres from his feet, flicking his tongue out. He uttered a couple of expletives or two during the ordeal, but declined to repeat the phrase when asked by journalists to describe the snake once he got back to shore. Mm. (laughs) He said, I didn't like the bugger, that's all I'll say. After realising that getting out of the boat wouldn't help because it would still be in there, Thatcher started to head back to shore 
At one point, he threw a jumper at the snake to stop it slithering across the boat. Oh, God. There's no way out, and because the boat's literally six foot by four foot, it's a very uncomfortable situation. He luckily had phone reception, so he called his son, who then called a snake catcher, and they arranged to meet him at the boat ramp. After a very nervous 30-minute ride back to shore, he returned where Baden from Gippsland Snake Catchers turned up to deal with the snake. It had gone down a little hole where his fuel tank is and would poke his head out every 20 minutes or so and, you know, say, yeah, g'day, here you go. Um, Tiger Snakes, Baden from the Snake Catchers, he said that they can be unpredictable and some can be more aggressive than others. He said this one wasn't too bad. He let me get it and release it, so that was okay. Peter suspects that it may have come on board uh, while it was while the boat was sitting in his yard ready to go out. Um, the 30-minute duration of his journey back to shore was more than enough time that if he suffered a bite from the snake, it could have easily been fatal. Uh, tiger snake bite can cause uh, paralysis and death within 15 minutes, and they're one of the most dangerous snakes in Australia. So... Mm. There you go. Luckily, that oh. didn't happen, but see? Yeah, that makes my skin crawl for sure. Can't trust him. No. Nah. There's a movie in that too. We have to get Samuel L. Jackson involved in that one. Snakes on the boat. Snakes <laughs> on the tinny. Didn't they, did they do a sequel to Don't to uh, Don't Trust Snakes? Did they do a sequel to Snakes on the Plane, Snakes on the Boat? Oh, I, didn't they? They didn't, no. No? But they will now. That they should. They need to get Bob on that one to yeah. write that up. Samuel Ooh. L. Jackson playing Bob the Banker. And he can be on the boat. I don't know what else. I mean, we have to have something else in there. It's, it needs something else, a bit more yeah, meat in it. But It's a short you know. film. <laughs> short film, short yeah. Film. We can watch it at um, one of those short film festivals. Yeah. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. G'day, JB here looking back with the best of from over the years. And on April Fool's Day, we had a little bit of fun with this by myself just simply saying that Monday was a public holiday. Of course it wasn't, but, you know, a lot of people fell for it. Hey, what's going on? How are you, you, mate? Good. What's cracking? It's Lindsay. Oh, just on my way to work, mate. Yeah? Hey, um, there's no public holiday on Monday, mate. Oh, isn't there? Nah, you're two weeks early. Oh, okay. Have you had a look at the calendar today? No, I haven't. But my missus, she's a school teacher. Yeah. And yeah, she doesn't she doesn't finish work till next Friday. Yeah, okay. Just have a look at the calendar for today's date. All right. So All right. there is a public only Monday. Uh, yeah, just have a look at today's date and see what it is. Yeah, it's a, it's the first, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the first of what? April. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got me. Thanks, Lindsay. <laughs> right, it's, hey, hey, look, it's the most PC April Fool's Day joke we can get away with now in 2022, okay? Oh, no worries, mate. <laughs> you got me. Cheers. Thanks, Lindsay. Cheers. All the best. Later, Bye. Bye. And he was... Not the only one either. Uh, good morning. You do realise we don't have public holiday for another two weeks. Have you had a look at the calendar today, Helen? There's no public holiday on Monday and it's April Fool's Day. It is April Fool's Day. 
Thanks, Helen. Bye. Have a good one. Have a good Friday. Bye. Bye. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. Yesterday afternoon, I had to go to the dentist for an emergency appointment. And look, it's been a while since I've had to be in the chair. But to be honest with you, while some of the technology at the dentist has changed in the last four or five years since I last visited... A lot of it's still the same. You've still got the big imposing dental drill. You've got the little pick thing that they get in there and they get in the cavities and it makes that really annoying tinking sound. Actually, now you mention it, pretty much at the dentist, unlike any other workplace you visit, every single sound is bloody annoying. You've got the dentist drill, say no more. You've got that little picky thing I spoke about before that they get in there and they tinker it in your your cavities and stuff like that. That's an annoying sound. And the little suctiony vacuum thing. I mean, that's annoying as hell. And then when you got all three going at the same time, it's just crazy. Now, while I was lying back in the dentist chair yesterday hearing all those sounds, I had this thought cross my mind. You know what I reckon would get more people visiting the dentist? If they somehow changed those sounds. I mean, imagine if you're lying back and this was the sound while they were suctioning your mouth out. Or, you know, this instead was the sound of the dental drill. Or this was the sound while they picked your teeth away. I mean, imagine that. I mean, imagine them all together. That would just make everyone visit the dentist. And as long as this sound wasn't the one made at the end when you get your bill. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. E. Time to get slightly snobby with letters from Tamworth. Time to crack open the envelope, find out what's going on. There's some bizarre awards. What was it? One of the Tamworth Staffordshire restaurants we bought you a couple of weeks ago had won the Curry of the Northwest Awards. And now how about this? A Tamworth pub has won the Lou of the Year Awards for 2021. The Bowl Bridge in Bowlbridge Street, Tamworth. That should be the Toilet Bowl bridge. <laughs> yeah. Right near the town centre is on a roll. Thank you very much. After it was awarded a platinum rating by the Lou Inspectors. The pub is managed by David Ho. Or how? H-O-U-G-H. I'll leave that up to you on how you want to say that one. Uh, who said... We are delighted with the awards. Staff at the pub ensure the toilets are in excellent condition at all times. And it is great that this has been recognised by the inspectors. Now, the Lou of the Year award inspectors make unannounced visits to thousands of toilet sites right across the UK where they judge them. How about that for a job, hey? All of the toilets are graded silver, gold, platinum or diamond with unacceptable toilets... Not getting a grading at all. The toilets are judged against numerous criteria, including decor and maintenance, cleanliness, accessibility, hand washing and drying equipment, and the overall management of the toilet. So well done, the Bowl Bridge in Tamworth having the best toilets, or loo, as they call them in the UK, of the year. Well done. 
They're impressive looking dunnies as well. We put them up on our uh, Facebook page as well, and we're asking the question on there. With the Bull Bridge in Tamworth, Staffordshire having the best public toilets in all of the UK, where can we find the best public toilets here in Tamworth, New South Wales? Let us know. And I just mentioned before, the toilets are graded on silver, gold, platinum, or diamond with unacceptable toilets not graded at all, except the one in train spotting. That one was labelled as the worst, worst, worst toilets in all of the UK. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on 92.9. We're looking for your royal stuff-ups. Speaking of genius stuff, we want your stuff-ups where you've royally cocked something up. Send us your story at fm929.com.au. We'll make it worth your while with a trip away to Queensland up for grabs on us. Thanks to the team at Link Airways now flying direct from Tamworth to Brisbane six days a week. The number is 676-2299 for your royal stuff-up story. Or you can submit them through our website as well, fm929.com.au. Kevin... How are you this morning? Yeah, good, mate. How are you going? Very, very, very well. You have got a mighty royal stuff-up. Tell us all yeah. about it. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. <laughs> I, used to, I used to work over at uh, Stockfeed Bill, where Dan Murphy's in Bullworth East is now. Mm-hmm. And um, on the night shift, I was um, laying the last um, lot of feet up. We usually put some feet up there for the boys to start first thing in the morning. The guy on the press come down, he'd finished. He sort of said, I'm getting ready to go. So, right, that's so I finished winding up, turned on the tallow switch, which pumps the oil into the feed. While that was going, turned around, finished all my paperwork, heard the mixer open and dropped the feed out, so I let it all clear through. Turned all the machinery off, turned the light off, went out, got changed, went home, and I hadn't turned off the oil switch. No. Yeah. So the next morning, I woke up to a message from work saying I had to get into work straight away. Someone had left the oil tap on. Obviously, it was me that left oil tap on. So didn't know much about it, thinking, oh, I probably just have to go in and clean up a little bit of the mess in the mill, that sort of stuff. <laughs> Strolled in there. First bloke came up to me and said, yeah, this is not good. And I'm like, oh, well, what's happened? He said, well, you've overflowed the entire mixer which holds about two tonne. It's gone onto the ground, went out through um, the roller door, pushed the bottom of a huge roller door open, <laughs> outside, went down under there for the grain silo, through um, Red Rooster car park, made its way all the way down to Pearl Street, into the gutter, down the drains, and... Since I sent me in the um, when I put in the my uh, entry, mm. I had a little bit more thinking because uh, 15 years ago this happened. So yeah. what happened was it got into the drain. The council have tracked it all the way through how far it got, and they've obviously blocked off all the drains so no more could go in and all that sort of stuff. And I remember the bloke coming up to me and saying, "Geez, you're lucky you didn't get to the Pearl River." He said, "You're going to be lucky to keep your job here." And I'm thinking, <laughs> right, I finally dodged one bullet. So everyone was looking at where it went one direction. And then when we went back up to the mill, we were sort of standing there, and there was a grate outside the mill, and we looked down in it into the drain. I could see this flow of tallow that was going through there. And I'm thinking, well, oh, where the hell does that go? Please don't be the Pearl River. <gasps> yeah, direct straight oh. to the Pearl River. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we walked down to the bridge 
where Hungry Jacks is. Yeah. We looked over the side there, and there was just a cover of tallow all the way down the Pearl River. Oh, wow. Yeah, so two days in the river <gasps> in with pool scoops and yeah. on bloody blow-up boats. and <gasps> Doing the clean-up. Doing the, yeah, did the clean-up, yeah, so... Obviously, they didn't get a little slap on the wrist. They got a fairly decent fine, too. So, And what happened to you? Did you keep your job after all yeah, that? Yeah, I, I, I did keep my job. I think <laughs> my sister might help me out there because she was the second in charge. So. <laughs> Teflon uh, Kev. Day, worry, that day, they had the sparky in there, and there was a spring switch put on, so they couldn't leave it turned on anymore. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> wow. That's phenomenal. And look, roughly off the top of your head, what are we looking at with damages? I mean, you, you, was the roller door a write-off? No, yeah, they had to replace the yep. roll door. They obviously had to pay all the wages for the yep. council that had to come in and help. Yep. Like, and then obviously having a stab in the dark, I think she was about a 20G fine. <gasps> um, oh. They that... made the news. We didn't get to see that because we were in the river cleaning it up. But I think <laughs> it was on the news. <laughs> oh, that is remarkable. Wow. Yeah. So, if, if 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 for a layman's person, what what's tallow? It's like a uh, it's like an yeah, oily like liquid, like, like, like a like fat, a, um, yeah, like a liquid fat. Yep, yep, yep. I think it goes in there. Just adds a bit of protein to the um, to the feed, that sort yep. of stuff. So it wasn't an environmental thing. Lucky it wasn't the Amiga oil we also used. To then it could have been a little bit, little bit different. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, Kev. That is yeah, a royal stuff-up of mighty proportions. Yeah, I f- yeah didn't miss. I no. Didn't miss. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did do it half ass. that's for sure. Yeah. Hey, it's funny because when I put the post up on the page there, one of the blokes that worked there for 25 years, I think he commented and said, something he'll never forget for the 25 years he never worked there. <laughs> hey, Kev, you are in the draw. Congratulations. No I'll put you in the draw. And if no you're the winner next Friday, uh, airfares way to Brisbane. On us, thanks to Link Airways, Kevin. That is a remarkable stuff up, and hey, good to see that you uh, you know, ended up recovering in the end. Yeah, it's all funny now, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's taken a while, but now we can laugh about it. Exactly, <laughs> Kev. Thank you so much for your entry. Cheers. No, no worries, mate. Appreciate it. See you, Mark. Thank you very much. Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB. I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on ninety two point nine. This is the best of JB for breakfast. Only on ninety two point nine. Seven twenty four. We were talking before about how apparently chicks dig dudes that mumble, and uh, Romy disagreed with this, but then said that she likes Tom Hardy and Heath Ledger, who both mumble. Um, but that's because of their looks. But she's never seen Jeff Bridges, never. who apparently mumbles. So I've got his voice here. This is a, a chat with Jimmy Kimmel. So no doubt Jimmy will come in every now and again and probably rudely talk over the top of him. But anyway, for the most part, this is Jeff Bridges. Hit me. Let me know if you're attracted by him, okay? Carry bear spray. I occasionally carry bear spray when I'm up in Montana. But the, the animal that I have in my ranch that I am quite frightened of are mountain lions. Oh, really? Oh, boy. And I remember w- taking a walk uh, and I saw a mountain lion. Maybe, you know, like it was. Maybe a bat. Show me a big mountain lion and I was like, get the gun out and shoot him. You, what do you think? I feel hey, nothing. Attracted? I feel no, nothing. nothing. You're neutral. I feel you're, nothing. You're dead to me. Numb. You're numb to me. What do you imagine in your head when you hear that voice? Let's 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 work on this. I don't know. Probably just like The Godfather or something. Oh, you know? okay. Like it's not. It's not. Yeah, show me. How about that? Hey. 
Was that what you were That's expecting? No, oh. it's not. But now that now that you've shown me, I can see. Yeah, he's a he's a grey fox. Yeah, silver gray, fox. Silver fox. Bit of beard going on there. You he's know what? Usually clean. That's shaven. hilarious. This this means that Leathery your little skin. story survey before is completely yeah. null. Yeah, null because they're all hot. Jeff Bridges is officially hot. <laughs> okay, there got, we go. The mumbling's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> While we wait for someone to play it, Ames, I'll do the Jeff okay. Bridges test on right. you. Okay? Yep. This is Jeff Bridges' voice. He's he's a bit of a mumbler, which apparently females find really attractive, okay? Mm, okay. So you don't know what Jeff Bridges looks no, like. I don't even know who so he is. So see whether you think he's attractive from his voice. Okay. Because Romy went, yeah. Okay. Ticks the box for Roms. Let's see if it does it for you, okay? Yep. All right. Do it. And do you carry bear spray? I occasionally... By the way, that was J Jimmy Kimmel at the start oh, there. So like, ignore what? him, okay? <laughs> this is Jeff. All right? Enjoy. Carry bear spray when I'm up in Montana. But the, the animal that I have in my ranch that I am quite frightened of are mountain lions. Oh, really? Oh, boy. And I remember taking a walk uh, and I saw... A mountain lion, maybe, you know, like it was uh, two mountain lions, maybe, you know, 30 yards away, sitting on a rock. Yeah, they were sitting on a he rock. He sounds like a president in the United States. That's really? not hot. No. I was kind of like, does he sound like Trump? <laughs> um, <laughs> bye. <laughs> so, if I close my eyes and think really hard, he's a bit Biden-y. Yeah, he's there we go. He sounds yeah. like a president. One of the presidents. Yeah. I don't know presidents in the US. I don't know. And that lines. was not hot. Sorry, Ross. No? Do you want to see his pitch? Do you want to yeah, see what he okay. looks like? There you go. Okay. There you go. Enjoy. Jeff Bridges. Uh, there you go. He, he looks a bit rugged. Yeah, he's got the leathery got the face beard. going on. He's got. The... I do like a good beard. Oh, do you? Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. My husband's got a beard. I'm a beard. I'm a beard woman. Grey. Not a bearded woman. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you didn't enunciate correctly. Yeah. Just in case you mumbled and people yeah. went. Oh, oh my gosh, she's got a beard. I didn't imagine. I haven't seen Amy's what she looks like on her Facebook page because she's no so new here. But I didn't imagine she'd have a beard, a beard on. Yes, totally. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's kind of. Okay. He looks yeah. okay. Yeah. For an old guy. Yeah. Salt and pepper. What yes. was it? Silver Fox. Silver Fox. Silver Fox. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Um, you can do your own research if you want to find out about Jeff Bridges. <laughs> he sounds and like Donald Trump. <laughs> Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9.